the Greens, powered by Moochie Farms. And we are rolling. Hello, world. My name is Ajit Saxena, and I'm the Public Relations and Digital Marketing Manager at Moochie Farms. And I have the privilege of hosting Spill the Greens, a new podcast all about the greenhouse industry. I actually just wanted to take a few minutes to explain how the idea came about, why we decided to pursue it, and most importantly for you, uh, what you can expect to hear over the coming weeks, months, and hopefully years. Uh, One thing that won't come as a surprise to most people is that there's a real education and information gap in our industry. And that's not just for customers, it's also for supermarket staff and numerous people that work in the food industry that don't really know, uh, you know, why we do what we do. Uh, Depending on where you live, it's also possible that you have never even heard of a of a vegetable greenhouse like for reference we're based in Kingsville Ontario and right next to us is Leamington and these two towns together have the largest concentration of greenhouses in all of North America and still there's tons of people that live here that that don't really know too much like from the outside you have these really really big glass structures and you can't see what's going on inside so people will make assumptions right they're going to they're going to assume that we're performing science experiments or we're manipulating food or there's genetic modification, like all kinds of things are going on. And I don't blame anyone for thinking like that. Like you only, you know what you know, right? So we're launching this podcast in part to sort of add more channels to our social media platforms. And that way, it's just another way for us to give you more information about how everything works. The real truth is we're just farming indoors and it's a super clean and sustainable environment. And we want to use this podcast to increase our transparency and address any assumptions and questions that you might have. Over the years, we've been finding that every generation seems to care a little more about where their food comes from, but it seems that today's generation is turning over really, really fast. Like They care so much about where everything comes from, and they demand that transparency from us. And as people that work with fruits and vegetables, that's obviously very, very exciting for us. We always want people to care where their food comes from. So as a member of the marketing team at Moochie Farms, I can say that we're constantly thinking of ways to close that information gap and to also use the tools that are available to us to give everybody an idea of how we grow, how we pack, how we ship, and how we market fruits and vegetables that you see in your grocery stores today. Today, we live in a world of social media where we can show you pictures, we can show you videos of how we do things, but it really wasn't that long ago that we had no access to the end consumer unless we were actually in stores talking to people. So, I mean, social media has been really, really good at helping us market our products, but more than that, it's been a great way for us to give you a peek behind the curtain. So we want to use this platform to add to that. Let's take me, for example. I grew up in a very busy city. I grew up in Toronto, Ontario, and you don't see farms in major cities, right? Because farms need farmland. And as a result, they've got to be in more rural communities. If I went grocery shopping in Toronto and bought a tomato or a cucumber or a pepper, there's no thought process for me. I grab it and I go. It would never cross my mind that it might have taken, you know, 20 steps to get there, all kinds of research and development. Someone had to trial it. Someone had to grow it. Someone had to pack it. And there's so many things that had to be taken into consideration in order for that product to make it to the shelf. So now that I work in the industry, I have much more clarity. So hopefully this is also more clarity that we can provide and more transparency that we can provide to the general public and also people within various jobs along the food chain. 
One part of my role and the role of our department is to field questions and comments ranging from, you know, we get complaints, we get compliments, but even more than that, we get questions related to the differences between greenhouse and organic. These days, there's obviously tons of questions about plastic and packaging because sustainability is a is a global topic right now. We also get questions about how we grow product in the wintertime. We get questions about GMOs. We get questions about pesticides, environmental responsibility. The list is very, very long. One of the main challenges we find is that most of the answers to those questions can't really be answered in, you know, 280 characters on Twitter or in a super long thread on Facebook or Instagram. Like these days, people are just not reading as much as they used to. So it's hard to give you the entire scope of the answer to a question because a lot of these topics just need a lot more context. Like let's take plastic, for example. It's a major, major topic right now. And people very rightfully will ask us, you know, why do you guys use so much plastic? And like I said, it's a perfectly good question. It's a fair question. But the answer, unfortunately, is not so simple because there's lots of factors that we have to consider and lots of moving parts. And because that's the situation for so many things that we do, it's really important for us to have sort of a long form platform so that we can discuss the different layers. What we aim to do is be completely transparent. But in a lot of cases, we need to be able to give you more context. And that's just hard to do in a very sort of clickbait sort of environment. So that brings us to the present. You know, like millions of people around the world, I've gotten into podcasts quite a bit myself, and I really appreciate being able to listen to long-form conversation about lots of different topics, because topics these days are very, very complicated, and you actually need different layers of information in order to understand most of the things that are going on right now. Especially because today's media, especially social media, you just get snippets of info. So I'll tell you how this all came about. Several months ago, we were sitting around the office and I actually wondered out loud if a podcast would work for the greenhouse industry, but it was kind of an off the cuff idea at first. And so I thought about it briefly and then just figured maybe there's there's probably not enough material to have a long-term podcast. I mean, it still lingered in my mind, but we just sort of did away with it. Now, one thing as a side note that people don't know about me is that before I worked in produce, um, I actually worked in broadcast media. I worked in the Cayman Islands for six years as a radio personality. And so I learned a lot of things about how radio works. I learned how to write scripts. I learned how to produce commercials. I was hosting my own shows. So I got really comfortable with interviewing people. So a lot of the skill sets that you would need to host or execute a podcast, they were right in my wheelhouse. Uh, which is kind of interesting how life comes full circle. You know, one day one day you're introducing Justin Timberlake Records and the next day you're using those same skills to help market a tomato company. Uh, life is super interesting that way, but I digress. Anyway, fast forward to a couple months after I had initially had that idea. My coworker, Caitlin, and I, we were scheduled to attend Brandstorm in Austin, Texas. Now, Brandstorm is an annual marketing conference put on by the United Fresh Produce Association. And something they're particularly good at is providing education about the food industry. So Brandstorm is one of their signature events that happens every single year. And it's a huge gathering of marketing professionals across the produce industry. And so like most conferences, there's lots of workshops and sessions ranging on a variety of relevant topics. And some of those workshops are small roundtable discussions where we can bounce ideas off different people in the industry. And then other sessions will have, you know, expert panelists that will talk about their experiences with certain aspects of marketing or modern new ways of doing things. 
So before we traveled to Austin, I was going through the program for the conference to decide, you know, which sessions or workshops I wanted to register for. And ironically, one of them popped out to me and it was called The Power of Podcasting. So obviously, you know, I found that very, very interesting because it was on my mind already. And then to top it off, someone that I consider a pretty good friend in the industry, Lori Taylor, she is uh, the produce mom. Uh, she was actually a panelist and she has her own podcast. So obviously, you know, I told Caitlin, hey, we got to sign up and and listen to what Lori's got to say about podcasts and her experience with it. So we get to the session and it was incredible. Like Lori was an incredible cheerleader for it and she was very successful with her own podcast. So I'm sitting in this session and, you know, like any marketer, when your creative juices start flowing, um, you just start writing ideas down because you don't want to lose anything. So I just started writing and started making a list of every conceivable topic in the greenhouse industry that I could think of that could benefit people if they got to hear about it in long form directly from the horse's mouth. Like we have so many professionals right under our roof at Moochie Farms. Like we've got growers here. We have quality assurance specialists, food safety specialists, packaging specialists. We have people who understand, you know, the supply chain. We have people doing R&D on a regular basis, a wealth of knowledge exists right here. So as I was making the list, it just became obvious that not only did I have a lot of topics, I had so many professionals that could explain everything that they know about these topics. So when the workshop ended, obviously I'm super excited. So I, I head over to chat with Lori and told her what I was thinking. And instantly she was inspirational. Like she was very, very encouraging and more or less just said to me, don't waste any time. Like, what are you waiting for? And she offered any sort of support I needed, made herself available. She is amazing and she does great work. So anyway, now that we knew that we had an idea and we knew that we wanted to try and do something with it, Caitlin and I sat down, we chatted about how we were going to pitch this to our team and then eventually pitch it to ownership. And so what we decided was what's most important is first to do some research and find whatever data is available right now about podcasts in general, because we had to decide whether or not this is truly a worthwhile venture. And believe it or not, the statistics were unbelievable. We found out so much. We found out things like podcasts are growing at a faster rate than YouTube. Uh, they've overtaken AM, FM radio, and they're really starting to compete now with music. So after looking at these stats, it was obvious that we had a good idea on our hands. So from that point, we decided to put together a presentation with all of the relevant stats. We brainstormed a bunch of topics and guests that we could have, and then how we could use this channel as a new content channel to add to our website and all of our social media efforts. And then as we were putting it together, we had another idea for a content channel, and that was to have a complimentary blog. So Caitlin's going to write a complimentary blog that will support each of the episodes. And in case you're wondering whether or not we were successful with our presentation, well, you're listening to me now, so the answer is yes. Uh, something I often say about Moochie Farms and why I love working here and why I continue to grow and why the company continues to grow in so many ways is because... I find that my ambition is never limited by my resources. If we have a great idea and we know how to convince leadership with good research, good evidence, good foresight, we're able to show them how something is going to benefit the company, they will make whatever resources available to us. And we're super, super lucky not only to work for Emily, our director of marketing, but by extension, the owners of the company, because it all starts at the top. And Bert, Danny, Joe, and Johnny are super supportive of whatever adventures we want to go on to try and better the company. So we got a green light to 
get whatever equipment we needed. We were encouraged to pursue the venture. We were encouraged so much so that the first three episodes of this podcast are actually like forewords in a book. And they feature our owners talking about the company's story and their own personal histories growing up on the farm. They're super interesting. Make sure you listen to those. So off the bat, the goal is to have weekly episodes, so we're going to do our best to keep up, and also we want to develop a mailbag segment, because I really want this to be interactive. So we want to be able to take your questions, we want to take your ideas for different episodes, we want to take your ideas for topics you're interested in, so make sure that you participate. You can submit any question or idea you have, just send us an email at spillthegreens at moochiefarms.com, and when we have the right expert on an episode, we'll make sure we get your question answered. If you're still listening to me right now, I really, really appreciate it, please subscribe and give us a good rating on whatever podcatcher you're using. So without further ado, and on behalf of our team, we are super excited to launch and present to you our very own podcast, Spill the Greens, powered by Moochie Farms.